You are listening to If These Woods Could Talk, a production of the Rhinelander District Library and part of the WXPR Community Podcast Project, an initiative to amplify community voices. More info can be found at wxpr.org. In this edition of If These Woods Could Talk, we hear from Mike Haney. Mike lives in Texas these days, but he spent a few formative years in Rhinelander. I reached out to Mike after I saw a contribution of his to a Rhinelander-centric Facebook page. I hope you enjoy his recollections. My name is Mike Haney. We lived in Rhinelander from the summer of 1959 through uh, the summer of 1964. Our journey to Rhinelander really began in about 19, around 1950 when my maternal grandfather purchased a large piece of property uh, on Long Lake near McNaughton, a little outside of Rhinelander. Uh, this property consisted of 80 acres with a quarter mile of lakefront. There were three cabins and a garage or storage building. Uh, there was electricity, but there was no running water. Uh, the water was pumped from a well and it had to be carried to the cabins in a bucket. And of course, each cabin had its own outhouse. What seems almost unbelievable today is that for all of this property, for this purchase, my grandfather paid $3,000. Now, Grandpa was the uh, pastor of the First Baptist Church in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, and uh, wasn't making a lot of money, and I've been told that there were times during those years when he had difficulty making the payments. But he did make the payments, and uh, we had a wonderful place to, to vacation. My mother was uh, originally from Fond du Lac. She and Dad met at Ottawa University in eastern Kansas. They got married, and then Dad embarked on a, a career as a high school teacher and coach. And in the summer of 1959, we took a vacation. We left uh, Topeka, Kansas to visit my grandparents and uh, their lake property. Well, we enjoyed the, the forests and the lakes and mom had always really wanted to come back to Wisconsin. It just so happened as uh, uh, while we were there visiting, Rhinelander Union High School was looking for someone to be their athletic director and head football, wrestling and track coach. Well, mom told dad that he should apply. He did and he was hired, so instead of Vacationing in Rhinelander, we were now relocating. Those five years in Rhinelander were uh, very significant years for me. They were they were years of transition. I, I transitioned from elementary school to uh, junior high and being a, a teenager. And then I transitioned from junior high to senior high. So my memories of Rhinelander, most of them from, from those years, are, the, are those uh, of a youth kind of growing up, learning, experiencing new things. One of the first things I did after moving to Rhinelander was to get a library card. I loved reading and had already started building my own personal library. I really didn't need any additional incentive to, uh, to visit the library other than my own uh, joy and desire to read. 
Uh, however, Ms. Ludwig, who was our sixth grade teacher at Kern Elementary, uh, she required that we do written book reports. I don't remember if there was a minimum number required, but it wasn't long until one of the girls in class named Erica and I were way ahead of the other students in the number of book reports we'd turned in. Well, it turned into a competition between the two of us to see who was going to read the most books before the end of the year. My dad even told me he'd give me $5 if I won. On the last day of school, Erica turned in a book report and beat me by one book. I guess to comfort me for my loss of $5, Erica baked me some cookies, and I thought that was nice, and it was a, a tasty consolation prize. I always had a good time at the library, searching the card catalog for a specific book or, or wandering around among the stacks to, to find an unexpected treasure to read. I did find one book, which uh, was a collection of uh, science fiction short stories. It still contains uh, a couple of my favorite stories, but one story in particular had a surprise ending, and it was a surprise ending that I wasn't happy with. I, I'm afraid I drove my mom crazy for a few days as, as I wandered around the house saying, I can't believe it. They gave him a sedative, a sedative. I can't believe it. She was very re relieved when I finally finished my period of mourning. Well, there, there's many stories I could tell from those days, and but one, one memory that's always had a special place in my heart kind of captures the emotions I had as a youth in Rhinelander. My paternal grandparents came up for a visit on our second summer there, and granddad, he had grown up in the Ozarks. He hadn't finished grade school. He always said that instead of graduating, he quitiated. And though he didn't have much formal education, there really wasn't much he didn't know about the outdoors, about plants and animals, about building things and fixing things. Well, that summer, Granddad built me a stockade. There were four big pine trees that made up the corners, and the stockade walls were built between the trees, and there was a, a nice pine needle carpet on the ground. It was about 60 feet or so from the edge of the lake, and, and some days after lunch, I would come down to my stockade and lie down on that soft, aromatic pine needle carpet. I'd hear the wind gently rushing, rustling through the, the, through the treetops. I'd hear the waves softly lapping up against the shore. And my dog would lie down next to me and rest his head on my arm, and he wouldn't budge until I was ready to get up. It's kind of hard to describe what what I felt at that time, I, I was enveloped by a sense of great peace. I was perfectly content. From somewhere deep inside, I could, you know, there was a, a quiet joy radiated throughout my being. I thought the world was a wonderful place and that my life couldn't possibly get any better. Well, as I reflect back on those memories, I know that the world wasn't a perfect place. And I know that those times weren't perfect either. But those times were certainly magical times. And even today, after all of these years, the magic remains strong. Thanks for listening to If These Woods Could Talk, a production of Rhinelander District Library and part of the WXPR Community Podcast Project, an initiative to amplify community voices. For more community podcasts or for podcasts produced by WXPR, Go to WXPR.org and look for a Podcasts tab. Or just search for WXPR Public Radio anywhere you get podcasts. Also a special thanks to the Old Pine Road Band for the musical theme. 
To learn how you can record your own story of the Northwoods, or to suggest a topic or storyteller, contact the library or check out the website at rhinelanderlibrary.org.